Hello everybody, it's DM Seth here with Cheaper by the Dungeon Boys. We got Jacob. It's me, I'm a boy. And we got Connor. It's, it's me, I'm also a boy. And Adam. Hi, I'm the biggest boy, almost a man. <laughs> but not <laughs> quite, we one all day. Know. Yeah. Maybe one day. Uh, for today's intro, I just wanted to, I, I don't have a huge bit planned, but I just wanted to talk about games, because I feel like we, we never really talk about like games, and we're all pretty big gamers mm. uh, on the show. So I just wanted to know what everybody's favorite games are, or, or if like they're playing anything cool, and, and yeah. Like so video favorite game, games. video games, board games? I was leaning video games, but I mean board games, obviously, we all play board games a lot too, so, you know, obviously. whatever. Obviously. <sighs> obviously. <laughs> Adam, you go. Okay, I'm really into Hades right now. I just got a Switch, um, so uh, I know I'm, I'm kind of slept on it for a while, but it's just, it's amazing for a roguelite. Um, it just keeps on hitting. It's great, uh, and uh, yeah, I'm just about done it actually. So I'm looking for any recommendations. Uh, but yeah, that one's been tied me over. Yeah, I was I I agree with that. Hades is great. If anyone's looking for like. Um like a roguelike experience that um, is more in the vein of it helps you because you're slowly getting more and more powerful. A lot of roguelike experiences are like, don't do that, where it's literally just, like I'm trying to think of an example, like like Returnal or bi Binding of Isaac, where it's just mm, like, yeah, yes. you unlock things over time uh, into the item loot pool. Um, but Hades is great because you can like choose your starting weapon and you can like upgrade the weapon yeah. so when you go in it's stronger than where it would have been when you started the, the game. It's a great game and the writing's amazing. Yeah. Well said, yeah. Real, real quick hot take, because uh, you mentioned it, Returnal got kind of stale pretty quick. And it, I, I feel like people overhyped how hard it was. But maybe I'm just a god tier Dark Souls player. <laughs> yeah, Returnal. <laughs> I, did. I, did. I say yeah, I say it's a roguelike, and I it definitely is. But I think it's a a very poor rogue type game. It's a good game. So that's right. It does get stale a little. The more you kind like of once you beat it, it, which shouldn't take too too long. It's like there's no real reason to go back once you've actually beaten it. Like unlike other roguelike games where like Hades, you beat it and you want to beat it again and keep going on their runs, right? Mm hmm. But anyways, Connor. Yeah. Um. I, I do want to comment and say I do think Seth is a is a god tier Souls player. So is Jacob, because the three of us way back in the day we all started around the same time uh bloodborne dark souls 3 and then went back into dark souls 2 and the two of them just flew ahead of me like i like i left to go to work <laughs> one day and came back and jacob had basically already beat dark souls 3 and i was like what are you how did you do great this? game like they're, so great they're both game. exceptional souls players so credit where credit is due that's the difference though you went to work you can't work if you want to be good at games. <laughs> Honestly, though, me and Jacob kind of have a tradition. Whenever one of those like Soulsborne games comes out, we usually play it at like midnight release and then uh, beat it either by the before next morning dawn or the next comes. Before, before dawn comes, with Bloodborne, <laughs> we actually beat before the the like the sun rose the next day. It was a wild ride. Which, if anybody's played that, that, that last boss fight is super annoying in Bloodborne. So. Yeah, it's yeah. impressive, and you, I'm pretty sure you have to do it solo too, if I recall correctly. Like you, I think yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, you can't co-op help. But either way, me and Jacob are very unhealthy. So uh, <laughs> Connor, Connor what, what, I got around to beating him eventually, but yeah, they flew ahead. Um, no, for me, I I got two games I bounce between right now. 
Uh, so I've been I've been riding that Genshin train since uh, oh. since fall of last year. Uh, Who's your favorite? Um, from from a character aesthetic perspective, I really like Jean's whole design. Um, in terms of like the main DPS I use, though, I use Yao. Um, to anybody who actually is a fan, and that makes sense too. Um, but I mean, Big Dong Zhang, Zhang Li is also just like fun to have. Big Dong. I feel like that's your that's your next character. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, no, it's so please good. make that happen. Um, and then the other game I've been playing a little bit, uh, Seth will sometimes occasionally join me, is uh, Valorant. Um, yeah, it's a. I mean, I feel like any kind of gamers in the community have at the very least heard of it. It's like Overwatch and CS:GO mixed. Uh, great game. Um, it's it's fun if I just like you know have like you know 20, 30 minutes, forty minutes, like I can just pop in, play around, pop out, and they have some shorter game modes, but it's a lot of fun. But I'd say those two are the two um, that I've been spending a lot of time with um, for a while now. And so yeah, that's me, Jacob. Favorite game? Me, the gamer god. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I always said that, like, if I didn't do this podcast, I'd do, like, a, a game-oriented one. Um, favorite game? Or just, like, favorite game you're playing right now or something. Oh, right now? Um, I'm not, I'm not really playing much right now. I mean, Destiny is always in my, my background. I know a lot of people don't like Destiny, but I, I've, I'm, like, addicted. Like, it's, like, not, it's, like, a love-hate relationship. Like, it's toxic. <laughs> and uh and i uh i i get burned but then the highs are so high um i i re- i just like destiny but uh toxic things are like that uh i honestly i don't think i'm pl- playing much you're still recently. playing adventure quest we know it yeah <laughs> adventure quest so many I mean, people I- comment about that how when they hear that part of that one episode the adventure quest is just like a nostalgia trip for everybody <laughs> yeah I, I mean i went through resident evil uh uh eight recently um uh, returnal and i like them both um other than that i i don't even know what i'm expecting in this coming summer like it's a pretty it's a dry spell right now um yeah i don't know I, my favorite game of all time is metroid prime and then i like really like hollow knight as well mm. uh, hollow knight's fantastic i really like metroidvanias so mine that i'm playing right now which may become my new favorite i'm really enjoying it i'm not super far in because i haven't had much time recently but i just started playing disco elysium yeah. And I feel like anybody who's anybody who knows D&D out there should know this game because it's such it a it's it's essentially D&D. It's it's so well done. Honestly, I feel like I'm such a shit DM when I play that game because I'm like this is genius. And uh it, it's so good. Like every action has so many dialogue options. It's an it's such it's a very narrative focused game, but it's it's great. I love narrative focused games really really strong stories like uh like pokemon games they always have fantastic stories that are never repetitive Um, everyone's unique that's the thing i love about them (laughs) but uh disco elysium is a banger it's certified for now it might not be by the by the time i finish it but that's okay (laughs) but uh let's 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 talk about the best game of all time now though D. &D. Mm, i've Mm. heard of that one it's um that's like a new video game for xbox right yeah, yeah. But anyways, let's get let's get into the game. Everybody ready? Especially after that last crazy episode. Y'all y'all ready for this? 
Oh, yeah. Ready as I'll ever be. All right, let's recap. First, we'll recap Zippy. Oh, God. Zippy, <laughs> at the farm. <laughs> oh, God. At the farm, you were... Uh, you know, r- running your raid on on the farm and the barn and uh, and the whole system there to take down the farmer to free the druids, uh, and you got so close you were about to stab the farmer, but then because of these berries that they had that they crushed and produced this yellow smoke, it turned everyone, all the druids, it forced them to wild shape in the chickens, and as you all got corralled into the barn for a, for a slaughtering session. You tried to use your, your hidden paths, magic door to zip away and, and did everything you could to run away, but eventually you ended up in the cage and the buzz saws from the ceiling descended and you dug deep and asked all the chickens to peck you to, to death uh, to hopefully force you out of this wild shape because you couldn't cancel it on your own. And you blacked out as you were being pecked alive and reunited with the black bunny, the black ball from the dream space. And in that dream space, they taught you something very special. They taught you how to lucid dream or make a dream sphere. You need to decide on the on the name, Seth. Uh, <laughs> you can, you just, yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know what one sounds better. Somebody vote on it. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get all you cheapskates to vote on it. <laughs> but you... It's essentially how in the dream space you can fly. You can basically do a lot of just what you want, what you will to be, like if you were lucid dreaming. But now you can do that within the sphere in the real world. And you exploded out. You saved all the chickens. You destroyed the barn, formed it into multiple arrows, tortured the farmer pretty brutally in a crazy scene, and then killed them and then passed out after it ended. I'm going to use it to pants Darian all the time. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Um, With great power comes great responsibility. That's great. (laughs) And you woke up, and Elder Mushroom had shrouded the the barn and the whole village uh, underground. They've molded the earth over the barn because wizard guards from all over Jadu were coming. Uh, And they're, they're starting to bombard the earth hill that's been made that you're underneath as you and the druids are looking for a way out to escape. Cut. To Norman and Darian. Ooh. Norman, you were in the painted world on the flip side of, of the St. Alexandre Academy uh, in the walls, in the painted uh, plane. And Darian, you were in the real plane following, sneaking behind the masked individual, Patricia potentially. But Norman, noticing Darian there, noticing this individual that's been trouble for you in the past, you did some sweet persuasion with a with a mystic glaive through the painting to get them close enough to try and suck their head into your void cloak. Pretty badass. <laughs> but you. you didn't suck their head in completely, but only a chunk of their mask. <laughs> and from that chunk that was missing, Darian recognized that this tall individual was actually Peterson in disguise or at least some form of Peterson. Darian, trying to emotionally reach out to Peterson, trying to get him to come to his senses, realized that Peterson is not the same as he was. And Peterson went to attack Darian. Darian almost fainted, almost. Um, And he ran out the hallway, getting chased, while Norman in the painted uh, world was running back up, trying to slow down the masked individual from behind the paintings. 
and Darian escaped by running into the next room and meeting a coach for a pyre pitch team for the game that's going on outside that was apparently waiting for someone, possibly Peterson, to come and deliver them pills to help their team get the edge in the game. You quickly decided you are now that salesman and went through a a dimension door with them. Norman, though, you stayed in the painting world, tried to fight with Peterson, tried to get him to calm down or something, and he broke your arm as you stuck it out the painting. In retaliation to that, you went demon mode and just blew him up and blew all the paintings in that hallway up with your Hell Kaiser cannon move. But you failed your role for control, where now Royce has now assumed the driver's seat for a time while you stay deep inside your your shared soul. And that's where we're going to start. With Norman Royce. (sighs) So, standing before Pyro and Victor, the two bullywug painted people, stands Demon Mode Norman, fully possessed by Royce. And Victor speaks up and just says, Norman, uh... You don't look so good. Are you, are you okay? <laughs> yes. This feels better than I remember. It's been so long since I felt the world. Norman, why are you talking so weird? You useless, soulless beings. Let me free you from the pain of your existence. Uh, Why is it getting hotter in here right now? The lava cracks in your back start opening like skin flaps, releasing a lava cape. That extends to the floor. The heat. Starts increasing. The paint. Begins to melt. Pyro and Victor are puddles. The room around is starting to sag. The school interior is just starting to fall apart. (laughs) Yes! This world will be mine. But first... That crystal to end our souls can't avoid the deep. Let's see. I can smell it. I believe it. 
This way. Royce makes his way through the melting halls until he arrives at a new painting to traverse into. And he climbs through from a school diorama into a much more natural diorama with flots of flowing grass and crops and animals in the setting. Very closely resembles the farm that Zippy is currently at. Great. I dodged death and now death is coming right for me. <laughs> I'm coming for you, Zip. <laughs> He's coming for you. Uh, only in the painted world. He's not in the real world yeah. yet. But cut, before we continue that, to Darian. Oh, boy. Oh, Darian. DM. Come on. <sighs> on the brink of death, you have been carried through the dimension door and ended up in a locker room. You can hear the claps and cheers of stadium attendees above you as you are beneath them all. And you can see there's tunnels uh, that leave out of this locker room that potentially would lead to the pyre pitch field. But in this little locker room here, you see the coach and a handful of basement brouhaha players. The coach immediately turns to you and goes, Okay, so... The pills, uh, let's get this over with. I got to get these uh, subs in so they, they can, you know, substitute in and win the game. Because we're not doing so hot. Darian immediately stumbles past the coach uh, and just grabs his walkie-rockie and starts um, radioing for Norman. It's like he doesn't even see the locker room that he's in. And he pulls it out and goes, Norman, Norman, did you get out of there? Norman. You wait for a reply. Nothing. Well, I just had an awful nightmare that I totally freaked out. Wow, so glad you I just stay in that up. body. <laughs> you hear nothing in the reply. There is no reply. Norman, please tell me you got out of there. Oh, hold on, think, 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 think this through. He was, he was in the wall. He was some kind of painted room. And it didn't seem like... It didn't seem like it could get through. Maybe there's some kind of barrier. Yeah. Some kind of barrier just preventing communication. He's he's probably fine. He's, he's probably fine. A, and then Deary really? collapses against kind of the lockers and a bench. And just kind of like, kind of takes a breath for a second. Because he's still quite... <laughs> wounded <laughs> you can see the blood starting to kind of pool on his chest and as he sees that he immediately just undoes the front of his armor and he pulls out the sewing kit and immediately just starts sewing that gash on uh, the front of his chest clothes and then ha- as he starts going through that he looks up at the coach and it clicks that he's sitting in this room and looks around to see the 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 faces of uh of all the pyre pitch players and just kind of pauses. All the players are just staring at you being like, what? <laughs> they're, they're just really confused. And the coach is like, yeah. I- Sorry, I um, I tripped back at the school. It was, um, I fell down some stairs. Uh, this will be fine, I'm sure. Um, You wouldn't happen to have anything else to kind of, wait, this is a locker room, right? Do you guys have like a first aid kit or something to maybe help patch this a little bit more? Uh, 
Matthias, get this man a face cloth. And a very skinny, it's like their wetsuit, which is skin tight, is a little baggy on them. Uh, <laughs> Where's the baggy? Uh, human stands up and they walk over, grab a face cloth out of uh, like a, a bin of used face, face cloths and they throw it to you. And the coach just says, this usually heals people up to 100%. I love, I love these kind of magic items. I feel like I've used this before. And Darian just finishes kind of sewing at the end of the wound and kind of ties it off and then grabs the, grabs the face, face cloth and just kind of puts it on his forehead to, to let the effects come, come in. Since it's been used, it's not full heal, but I will give you 50 points of health. One of, one of the girl players in the locker room stands up and goes, Come on! I want some bullet! Give it to me! I need to go outside and play! Well, I... Uh... Right. And it kind of clicks in Darian's mind the, that the coach was asking for the bullet back in the gymnasium as he was kind of frantically running through to get out of there. And just like, right, um... Uh... Um... Yeah, I I am the bullet. You guys ordered you guys ordered the, the, the blue bullet pill, right? That's uh that's my nickname. You are not blue. You are <laughs> green. Yeah, it was uh at the at the time I'm an Aladrin, we kinda changed colors. At the time I was kinda feeling a little more wintry and I I was my skin was blue. It's it's fine, it's a lot to explain. Um but yeah, so at the time I was blue though, and I just yeah, it changes. Roll persuasion. Um, in all fairness, that would that be deception? You can do deception. Um, like they're the same <laughs> now that actually I look at it. But I just figured like I'm just straight up lying to them <laughs> right now. <laughs> so uh, that is a three uh, plus one. That's a four. <laughs> uh, the coach speaks up and goes, "I believe this." The bullet was a pill, and you take it nasally, not a human elfman. Oh, oh, you mean that pill? Oh, yeah, I, I, oh, totally understand what you're saying now. Sorry, very confusing there. Yeah, we're sold out. What? Yeah, I. But I already paid. I. You said the shipment would be arriving today. Sorry, I am. Um, I'm just the. I'm just a messenger on this one. I don't. I don't deal in logistics. I. Uh, that's not my department. I. I don't really. I don't really do with that. But. I. Sorry. I. 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 I don't know if there's any more available right now. Is there? Bullshit. Is, is there anything else I can? I can do to help? Well, if I don't have the bullet, I want my money back. Right, so there's definitely there's a refund form that I'll have to get you. I, I don't have the form. It, it's just I am not taking the forms. Well, I mean, if you want, pay the money for it today. It's not here today, so I want my money. Right. So to to get the if refund issued, we do have a form. It's a it's a form G12. Uh, you just have to fill out a couple details on it, and then we just submit that to the head office. Head office will look at cutting you a banknote, and then you can take that to a local bank, and you can you can make the deposit and and to get that back. But unfortunately, I, you know, it's rules are rules. I'm not able to give you. Uh, that money directly myself. Deception check again. <laughs> oh gosh, I hope this is a better roll. Uh, <clears throat> okay, 15 plus 1, 16. This is unacceptable. 
And as they're like leaning in closer, they're looking like they're getting aggressive. The other players that are mostly wimpy looking uh, in, in the locker room are starting to stand up and start to circle you. These are bullywugs, right? No, not all of them. Oh, okay. Some are elves, some are tieflings. Uh, there's yeah. majority bullywugs in Jadu, but not everybody. I, Darian, while that starts to happen, is just going to like fasten his armor back up and he's just going to stand up and say, Excuse me, sir, I do believe in personal space and I'm gonna the coach is a bullywug yeah I'm gonna like look down on the coach they're looking up at you and they're like get me your boss I want some peace I want to speak to the manager yep I uh, and as he says that your rocky talkie goes hey guys how's it going and you hear Randy on it uh you know what that's my manager now. Uh, how about I'll just take this and I'll see what I can do. Very well. Tell them I want my money. Or the bullet, one or the other. Will do. Uh, and I grab my walkie rocky and then I kind of, I don't know if there's like a more private spot I can like step to, hopefully away from. There's like a little corner of the room. There's like a little corner of the room you could go to. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to pop in. Because, you know, that's important to using the device I learned previously. Um, Randy, uh, yeah, I'm a, I think we all might be in a bit of a tight spot right now. I haven't heard from Zippy in a while. I just saw Norman in tenuous circumstances at best. And uh, I'm just finishing getting patched up and I'm currently being intimidated by a pyre pitch team. How are things going on your end? Speaking of Zippy... Zippy, you, in the underground cove that's getting blasted with magic from above, still dirt shaking down. You, after just waking up, here, Randy, on the Rocky Talkie. The three of you are connected. Someone, can someone grab my, my Walkie Rocky and hand it to me? Yes, sir! And a squirrel grabs it and brings it to you and throws it on your lap. Who is this? It's Zippy, it's... It's Darian. Who else is it going to be? And Randy's on here too. Are you okay? I haven't heard from you in hours. Shh, sorry, there's a lot of noise right now. I'm underground. I, I, are, are you okay? Shh, I'm a little winded. I don't know. Just feeling tired. Uh, I'll have to explain later. Where are you? I'm, uh, I'm, shh, I'm, uh, I'm at the stadium. I'm at the, uh, in one of the pyre pitch locker rooms, it, things ended pretty poorly back at the school with Norman and Zippy. I don't know how else to say this, but Peterson's back. Sort of. Sorry, we're underground. I, I The connection sucks. Can you say that again? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it when, when we're in person. Where... Where are you? Are you still on that that farm island when you when you jumped off? I I saw some guards rushing there. Why are you underground? Are you safe? Shh. I I'm I mean I'm generally in that area. Um I'm moving with a bunch of others. We're just trying to there's a bunch of wizards and mage users and whatnot trying to kill us. Shh. Okay. Uh Wait, trying to kill you? Oh god. Wait, trying to kill you? Trying to kill me. Oh, 
I'll leave for like three episodes and it just goes to shit. <laughs> we're very good at that. Um, to be fair, they were totally the instigators no matter what they say. <laughs> Did not say stay low. Maybe I didn't say that. I was thinking it. That's that's why I'm underground now, doing exactly what you said. Randy. That's not what I mean. Randy, you've been with us long enough to know that's kind of our MO. I don't know if we can do things, honestly, almost any other way. Are things? How are things with the king? Was your reunion uh, well received? Well, that's what I'm calling about. <sighs> it's, it didn't go as well as I hoped. He had his three wizard council members there, and I don't know if they did something to him, but Verulius is like old now. Like, he's kind of like out of it. I didn't realize he would be so senile. But either way, everything I tried to say, he didn't even respond. It's like he's in a coma or something. I've been around enough courts to to know of a puppet when I hear one. That's not good. Look, I, uh... Look, one, one fire at a time here. Zippy, do you... Uh, do we need to get you out of there? I mean, I, I still can't get a hold of Norman. He's in some kind of weird... painted realm that the, the walkie-rocky I don't think works through. And I'm, I'm just assuming he's okay right now. Because, you know, I don't think he would be, you know, you know, dumb enough to just try and face this <laughs> being head-on without any support or backup. Because that's how he died the last time. So, I'm sure he's probably learned. But, uh, we gotta try and find him, You're too. so lucky I'm unconscious. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <sighs> um, yeah, I mean... We sh we should maybe meet somewhere. I I I'm just following the Jewett's leads right now. I, I can radio back when we wherever we want rendezvous. Um, I I just don't know. I'm underground right now, and I don't think it'd be easy for you to get to me. I think the what makes the most sense is either you go find Norman or or you meet up with Randy. Uh, I I mean I'm moving out of the farm anyways right now. Randy, is there? Is there some place... Uh, actually, I want to do a quick shoulder check to make sure nobody's eavesdropping. Uh, okay, perception check. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to. Perception check both of you. <laughs> 12 plus 6. Uh, so 18. Oh, I got a nat 20. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. You got a nat 20. I got a nat 20 on the most useless thing. <laughs> There's like millions of druids around me. They're probably all focused on me right now. <laughs> hey, no eavesdropping. <laughs> Darian, you've been kind of having the awareness to to uh, keep it hidden, and you've noticed that nobody's been peering in. Zippy, with a nat 20, you do notice somebody's listening in. Actually, you noticed... Almost immediately, because <laughs> you're kind of shocked that you didn't notice up until that moment. But clearly, you just turn around and like just literally with their little paws holding onto your shoulder. It's it's uh, a loris. If you know what those are, you can Google it. They're these like mammals with huge eyes, and they're just really fluffy. And he just looks out of it, and his huge bug eyes just looks at you, like his mouth is just open. 
he's like a mouth breather. He's just like, it's <laughs> <laughs> a mouth breather. <laughs> I kind of like, he's just looking at you un- unfazed. He's not blinking. It's just massive eyes. I, <laughs> I kind of shrug it off. Like I'm like, get off me. You you like wipe him off and he just like flops to the ground. He's just like, <laughs> and he just starts like rolling away. Like this just thing like, was part rolling. of my army. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> seeing that no one seems to be listening, and Darian's gonna continue and say, Shh, "Randy, is there somewhere? Is there somewhere low key that we can that we can meet? Like I'm, I'm not." I'm not dying anymore, but I'm still in no shape to fight. And Zippy, you sound pretty out of it too. Is there, is there any way we can, is there anywhere secret we can meet? Do you know anything here? Uh, yeah, of course I do. Let's just meet back at the ship, the Sparrow. Yeah, I guess that works. I just figured we might want to try something <laughs> a little more secretive because I feel like a good place to look for this. this place is like magic to hell. Every place probably got something or some magic ward on it. Our ship's the only safe place. Fair enough. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll make my way back to the ship. Zippy, do the best you can. And just, I mean, if you're (laughs) stay safe, okay? I've seen enough ghosts today. Yeah, we'll kick it into high gear down here. And, I mean... I still have my magic carpet, so if if I I can I as soon as we get above surface, I could probably you know get to the ship quick. But I still have things to resolve over here. I can't just I can't just leave these druids. Um, but I'll I'll stay more in contact um, with everyone on the walkie walkie. All right, well let's let's just meet back by the end of the day. Let's all get back to the ship, okay? <laughs> Um, but but if you have like a meeting or something, just put a piece of sticky stuff on the button so I can hear. Um, but you have to take it off so I can respond. So just keep that in mind if you have like a secret meeting. I want to be a part of it. <laughs> All right, that sounds like a plan. But Zippy, if, if you do make your way back to the ship, try and be as stealthy as possible. Like you know, if you had like let's say like a theoretical five star rating. You know, with people out chasing you, maybe wait till that, like, wears off before you go back to the ship. I don't think we need to lead an army of wizards back to the Sparrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe that the one thing I don't have in my bag is tape? What the hell? Anyway, okay, I'll meet you guys there. Good luck. And, and Zippy, don't... Please don't blow anything up. Okay. I can't hear a thing. They, they just, I, I, some service is so bad. I just keep saying, okay, and hopefully it fits. <laughs> you see the, the Loris is still just rolling near you and it's just like, uh, 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 and they're just nodding. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Um, okay. And the call ends and we're going to stay with you, Darian, as you hang up and you turn around back to the group and the group is just like, well, I'm uh, sorry, Coach, but I, I, I really tried to fight him on it. But the, the best I can offer is that G12 form to be submitted back to the office. Deception again. Oh, 18 plus one though. 19. Let's go. <laughs> I do not care for these stupid rules. We're dealing with black market items. There shouldn't be so many forms. Well, like, here's the thing. It, 
it's black market here right now, but like, you know, in part of the international operation that's kind of going on, that's it's a little more formalized, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of bureaucracy, a lot of hoops you got to jump through for different things. Like, you know, you know how pyramid schemes are. It's really easy to put money in, really hard to take it out, that kind of thing. So it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, going to take a little bit. Fine. Well, where's my form? Let me sign. Yeah, I actually have to go back and get you one. I don't happen what to... What are with these excuses? I wasn't planning on issuing a, a refund today. I, you know, there's... How would you not plan for that when you came to tell me that you were out of stock? I thought you would order... Why would you plan that... Why would you think I wouldn't want to a refund when I didn't receive my product if you came here to tell me that I wasn't getting? I remember, I, I told you at the beginning, I thought you ordered me, because that's like an old nickname of mine back when I used to play the... Uh, Pyre Pitch. Yeah, when I used to play Pyre Pitch. <laughs> this man is a fool! <laughs> doesn't even know the name of the game. <laughs> this man does not know! <laughs> this man is is terrible at his job! You know what? That's very fair. I definitely am. You know what? Give the company a really bad review for this. So just remember that Ammo is a terrible company with terrible sales reps and make sure to spread that around to everyone you meet all right <sighs> you make no sense why would i listen to such a stupid man and then you hear a door creak open into the locker room and the coach is just like oh everyone that's natural you uh, clipboard here and he hands you a clipboard so you look like assistant coach or something oh, oh, okay that's <clears throat> natural that's natural natural no drugs no drugs <laughs> it, you know if you're trying to act natural I was just not saying that what do you mean I'm not sweating what do you mean I'm, I'm natural and you see the bullywog is just like perspirating just insane like, like large globs <laughs> of like their sticky bullywog skin is like forming um, and you just hear through the door just uh, shh Come on, keep quiet, Apophis. I can't believe we got you through that painting. But now we're going to get into the game. Yeah, man. I knew, but all of a sudden, all the paint was starting to get all ooey gooey, and I just slotted right through that thing. Super easy. <laughs> I didn't realize I was so limber. Yeah, okay, let's let's get in there. Let's try and sneak onto the field. Let's streak or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's really, like, streaking's a thing, because I don't wear pants. But, <laughs> all right. You know, I'm, I'm kind of like Zippy, Whatever, you're taking the fun out of it. Let's go. And they turn the corner, and you just see Bradley in his wetsuit, in Apophis, covered from, like, head to toe in multicolors of paint. And they just stare at you guys. Coach, let me do you one better right now. You know, I actually come, you know, from Orem. That's in my normal jurisdiction. And while I've been there, they have a top pyre pitch player. And he just so happens to be a junior associate at the ammo company. And so I would like to introduce a good friend of mine, Bradley, who is an expert at the game. And you know what? I, unfortunately, with inventory being out and I can't give you what you need, he is a whole fleet of blue pills just waiting to happen. Darian, what are you... Darian, what are you doing? Uh I... I promise you, he is an expert buyer pitch player, and you would be lucky to have him on your team. Uh, right? He's a child. 
He's a child. Have you never heard of a child prodigy? Are you trying to are trying to be ageist? Decline him for his stature. He is an expert, a master at the game. He's basically defined pyre pitch in Orem. He's the elite, top level. All he does is talk about pyre pitch. Never even leaves his wetsuit. Persuasion check. I hope you get this one. I want uh like 13 plus 1, 14. Right, Bradley? You know, you never even leave that wetsuit. I am skin grafted to this thing. I live and breathe pyre pitch. Bradley realizing the opportunity you're presenting him with. He's just like, I am a god at this game. <laughs> <laughs> Darian doesn't laugh. I'm just laughing, just to be clear. And the coach walks over and inspects him. He's like, this little boy. Hey, I have my doubts, but this one, the arms, or arm, even though he only has one, it's so strong. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I've been trying to, well, you know, being a personal trainer now, having uh, kind of retired from the Coliseum games, uh, it's you know really giving me the extra tone that I need. Yes, but... Maybe I should take... No! He... He's... He's... He, he, one arm! You need two arms for Pirate Pitch. Come on, man. You know you need two arms. Yes, sorry. Are, are you on T-Friend? As he mentioned, he's he's retired from the Coliseum Games. He's he's had his day, but this is the this is the next generation. This is the up and coming right here. This is like... He's a top, you know, junior A player. He's ready to be brought up into the big league. Big leagues. Trust me. I am. I really am. Seriously. I, I might be 20 for all you know, or 25, or 40. This, yeah, he, maybe, but yes, for sure he's- I'm a gnome! I'm a gnome! Not a Goliath child. I'm a gnome! <laughs> okay. Thanks, Bradley. I I, pre, I appreciate your, your self-confidence. Coach, what do you say? These two are acquaintances of yours. They work for you. They work for them all. Yes, they definitely work for me. You're saying I can use them. How about this? I'll let the boy have a chance. But only if you give the snake man a chance, too. I take both. For free. And I get my refund later. And this is... This should be your apology for your terrible customer service. Well, you know, definitely still feel free to leave the negative review. That's fine. Um, but you know what? If, uh... You know, if, if uh, our associate Apophis here is up for it, up for a game. The game's non-lethal, right? There's not, like, it's a bit of contact, not that, right? There's some serious injuries sometimes, but it's okay. No one's gonna, it's okay. No one's gonna die. They can take it. No one's gonna die. Oh, no, no one's gonna die. If they do, we bring them back. It's okay. Okay, well, bring them back. That's fine. Whatever. Anyway, yes, if uh, if, uh, if our associate right. Apophis here is, is prepared and willing to participate in a game of pyre pitch and well clearly our prodigy is ready to go what do you what do you say apophis what do you say you two if it's anything like checkers i think i'm gonna fucking crush it (laughs) i am so heckin excited come on apophis let's do it wetsuit up ready good job and they run into the locker room. 
and we cut to Zippy. Zippy, you stand up from your position in the grove. You've just hung up the rocky talkie, and you are in this underground grove, all the woodland creatures scurrying about, trying to find an exit, some way to leave this area without being slaughtered by the wizard guards that have approached. What would you like to do? Um, who's leading the, like, excavation effort around here? Uh, that'd be Elder Mushroom. He's already kind of, like, dug into the ground, uh, and there's kind of, like, a tunnel, but he's, he's looking for a safe way to leave. Okay. You can also see down here there is the barn house, and there's the smoldering wreckage of the barn that you used to crush the farmer. Um, I kind of use this time to, like, look at my hands, and then I'm going to just, like... Close my eyes tight, and I'm going to clap. You go to clap in nothing. Maybe a little little magic, but you can tell you are, are worn out. I clap again. I keep clapping. You keep clapping, and nothing's happening. Just little sparks of magic. And you see the, the loris on the ground going... <laughs> Just clapping along <laughs> so, stares up to you. I don't know if that translates well to an audio podcast, but the, <laughs> um, just, just jacking off in the corner. He's just really going. <laughs> he's for clapping. It. He's clapping. He's clapping. But he has the biggest eyes just staring at you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm disappointed, but I'm gonna chalk it up to just me being tired, and so I'm just gonna. Be, <laughs> Uh, hello? Uh, can anyone tell me what direction we're actually going to? Some Brantas are, like, riding by, and they're like, We have no idea. <laughs> we're just searching. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Let's go to the left. Left, 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 left. Now the right! <laughs> and they're just, like, kind of, you can tell. The organization they do, some people are working kind of, like, efficiently trying to find, but there's a lot of people looking busy. How are these, these like, areas of Jadu uh, even connected anyways? Are, are, are we just going in circles around the Druid Island part, or, or can we actually tunnel into other areas of Jadu? Uh, no! They, they're only connected by magic bridges! All the islands are separate, you can't tunnel in from one to another! So we're just going in circles, then? Yep! No. Oh, what do we do? You guys aren't safe down here. You can't live down here forever. Yeah, but I don't know. We're, we're just doing the best we can. Zippy, you and Elder Mushroom are all we have. We're just trying to follow orders. Ugh, you're just a side quest at best for me, though. What? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That never happened. <laughs> As you're talking, make a perception check. Uh, five plus four, nine. You look around... And you can see that essentially everybody is just chaotically moving. You can hear the lords just going. <laughs> but as, as they're like panting, you can hear that other creatures are also kind of similarly panting. Is it getting hot down here or is it just me? Now that you mention it, it is, it is getting a little steamy. Yeah. Is there no air filtration down here? No, we're underground. Hmm. I mean, I could use some wind gust or something. I could, I could. Oh, it's, uh, 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 Lamasu, it's, it's, 
The one thing I can do, Rawr, I, I, I can use my wings and flap, flap. And they start flapping, and it's like a cool breeze. You're just looking to help, aren't you? It's all I can do. I'm not a druid. I'm so useless. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, this is quite nice now. Thank you. Commander! Uh, is that me? I, well, yeah, I'm more like a general. General Zippy! Now I'm a general. I was commander before. Sorry, sir. I will not forget your rank again, sir. I mean, it changes how I'm feeling. You may... This is going to be a, a real hard, a hard job to keep because I feel like I'm gonna, you're setting me up for failure. I mean, uh, yeah. But either way, sir, we we got uh, uh, we got like a, a heater happening. It might be a wizard guard tactic, sir. It's coming from the house. From the house? Well, that's weird. I I thought all the wizard people ran out of the house. I I think they did, but they might have left the stove on, sir. Are you telling me that while I was I was under that you guys didn't didn't check the house for anything? No, we totally did. I had some really good almonds, sir. I'm a chipmunk, by the way. I can see that. Check how many are in my mouth. Ah! Uh... <laughs> There's at least <laughs> ten. That's impressive. Anyways. New personal best, sir. Oh, get, put that one back in. Fell out. Oh, uh, it's dirty now. Um, can someone turn off that stove, please? It's getting so hot. Okay, on it. <laughs> Not the chip. <laughs> No. <laughs> There's no almonds in the afterlife, Chipmunk. <laughs> they scurry into the house, and you don't hear anything, and they don't come back relatively quickly. <laughs> I just killed the druid, or maybe it was just a chipmunk. <laughs> Which, I mean, does that make it better? I don't know. Um. Has anyone heard anything from the chipmunk? He's been gone a while. You see a Branta come up and is like, No, I haven't heard from him. Last I checked, he was checking on that stove in that house. And it feels like it's getting hotter in here, isn't it? The temperature's really rising. <laughs> My dad always said, Never touch the thermostat, but I think this might be the one time that we're supposed to. Wait, are we sure it's a stove? Or are you guys just saying that? It could be a fire. <laughs> that would probably make more sense, considering that there's light emanating from the house now, too. Oh, weird. Um, uh, Lamasu, can you use your wings again? Yes. Flap, flap. Yeah, put out, put out the heat. If there's a fire going on. Also, someone go and save that, that chipmunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh he gone, man. He gone. This is escalating. You know what? I'm going to do this myself. You guys... You guys are scared of everything. All right, I'm going. Keep keep blowing that wind. Yes, uh, flap, flap. You're just pushing hot air. Shut up, Gerald. Chipmunk. Oh, chipmunk. You enter into the house, and it's just like the air is just wavy. It's just so much heat. You immediately start sweating, and you're like, chipmunk, chipmunk. And you're looking through as you enter into like an old-fashioned like farmhouse kitchen with a circle table and you're looking around and you're like, chipmunk! And you turn a left into the living room and you can feel it's getting hotter and hotter. And you see in the living room, the den, over the fireplace, there's this large painting of the farm. But it looks like it's kind of like melting on the inside. 
and you notice at the opposite end, the opposite wall of the painting, just a smoldering fireball crater from, from a very quick fire blast. And the chipmunk's standing next to it. <laughs> Sir, that was a close one, man. He threw like a flaming spear at me. It was crazy. Wait, who threw a flaming spear at you? The guy in the painting. Guy in the painting? And you look and you see standing. It's kind of like a mirage. It's wavy, but you can see demon mode Norman in the painting. And they don't seem like they're looking at the direction of the barn house. They don't really care about that painting. They're kind of like looking around. And you can see they're kind of like searching for something. Norman, it's you. Oh my goodness, thank you. You can help us take care of the wizards. Their head turns to you and they go, Oh, the rabbis. Interesting. You could be of use to me. Come here, quickly. The rabbit? I'm a lapine. I'm from the Bramble Patch, stupid. I will not ask a king. Well, I'm I'm not asking you anything, either. Ah, yes. I remember this feeling from inside Norman. Just complete annoyance. (laughs) Annoyance? I don't have time to deal with you. Goodbye. And you can see their palm is starting to crack and open in a flame. I jump for the chipmunk. (laughs) You jump for the chipmunk and the flame core is building. Norman, roll for control. Ooh. Okay. A one. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Wait! You got an inspiration. You can use it (gasps) if you want. I will. To re-roll? Yeah. He has to beat a three. A four. Just on the cusp. (laughs) You just make it. The flame charge is going. Zippy, roll an athletics check. Wow. I always knew there'd be a Norman versus Zippy scene. I've been preparing for this for years. Uh, That's just a flat 15 for me. You tackle the chipmunk, and you're pretty graceful tackling him, but not super graceful. And cut to inside yourself, Norman. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Since you saved, you will have the chance to go back and control now. Oh. But we see you on the fishing boat, alone in the Silver Sea. Wow. What is Norman doing? How are you trying to get Royce back in the boat and yourself out? Wow. Um, I think I am kneeling in the boat, meditating, uh... I'm thinking of Master Matsumura, the Calm Cloud Monastery, the islands I grew up on. And as I kneel and meditate, I roll back the sleeves on my arms. And I look at my tattoos that glow whenever I cast spells through music. And I I start reciting the teachings that these glyphs represent. I just start meditating them. Or I start reciting them like a meditation. And I just start going through them. The things that Master Matsumura taught me, um, uh, in a flood of words, surely some mistakes are made. A judge with seven reasons states only one in court. To know the road ahead, ask those who return. If you hurry through long days, you will hurry through short years. And I'm basically just grounding myself in who I am, who I grew up to be, 
and I look up at the sky. I don't even know what it looks like up there. But with all my power, I am trying to summon Royce back down here. And I'll say two more. To build it takes a hundred years. You can destroy it in a day. And then the last one. Touch black paint. You'll have black fingers. Royce! Get back here! And I try to summon him. As you're meditating and you're reciting these teachings, your tattoos start to glow. And even though Matsumura was, you know, by all accounts, a dick, and also, <laughs> yeah. uh, and also with the calm cloud not being completely transparent with you, the general teachings that you were raised with were actually valid and, and grounding and, and, and calming and, and helping you to, you know, see the world for how it is and, and really helped you to center yourself and stay calm. That's the best part about it. Hmm. And with that sense of calm, with that bodily control through meditation that you've learned through your time in the monk monastery, you yell out to Royce and you can feel your magic tattoos start flickering and wow. all of a sudden you see falling out of the sky quickly landing <laughs> in the boat causing it to shake and rock Wow! is Royce and he just goes what, what the you how did how did you I, I stand to my feet and I look at him lying there and I say, time's up, Royce. And I look up at the sky and I will myself to, to just basically teleport into the sky. He goes and grabs you by your horns as you're looking up and starting to fade away and gain control again. And he grabs you by the horns and he's like, no, I've had my first taste in eons and you're taking it away. Ah! And he's trying to pull you down, but it's not working. <laughs> and he just goes, <sighs> and he lets go in uh, air frustration and says, I underestimated you, Norman, but the seal is broken. You can't keep me down here for long. Just watch me. And you fade away. Oh, man. I feel like I... Yeah. And regain control. Wow. Amazing. Um, Norman, you gain control. The Hellkaiser is about to go off, and you're aiming it at the doorway. But whew, you flash, and you're back in control. Where do you want to aim this thing? No! I just throw my hand to the right. You throw your hand to the right, and it shoots off. And just explodes into the painting wall, causing a huge splash. Paints like splashes onto you as it's all melting around you. Um, am I still, uh, am I yellow again or am I black or what? You're still obsidian. If you want to, if you're going to stay a turn in this, uh, you're going to have to roll for control again at a higher, higher uh, difficulty. Uh, no thanks. I look around, but, but after a moment, after that panic, I redirect the shot and I, Look at the paint, and I go, Paro, Victor, where? Paro? Victor? And I look at, uh, do I still have that palette, or is it, like, gone? It's on, it's on your person, yeah. You still have the item. 
Uh, is there still paint on it? There's still some paint on it. I Worse. I release the obsidian black, and I I prepare. I brace myself for the pain in my right arm. And it comes. <sighs> Both arms, your left one limp, but your right one recently broken, starts stinging with pain. Zippy, the result of your roll, you tackle the chipmunk, and you can hear them underneath. <laughs> Because you like covered them with your tummy. Um, I, I hold on to the chipmunk and try and keep it safe while I figure out what's going on with Norman. Norman, what the heck? What are you doing? I sit. I just kneel in the paint, ignoring Zippy for a moment, and I just look at the paint on the floor that's smearing in the grass, and I'm just kind of dumbstruck. I'm dumbstruck. Um, hello, Norman. Sir, what's going on? Sir, my arm. It's broken. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> you tackle me too hard in my little arm. I'm sorry, little arm. I, I have to. That's a bad habit from my non-military days. <laughs> oh my, my, God. my little arm is <laughs> snapped in two. Look, look at it. And he tries to raise it. And he's like, <laughs> ah! he like raises it slowly. Oh my. Hmm. <laughs> Would like a mend cantrip work on this, or is that that too that too technical? Uh, I think it'd be too technical. But some of your healing could probably do it. Hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll 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 just do cure wounds and hope for the best. Maybe I'll make him a little sling. I have some I have some uh, cloth in my backpack, so I'll just like create a little sling for him while I'm talking to Norman. But I'll roll for for uh, cure wounds. And as you do, you're healing them and you're wrapping their arm. And they go, sir, I thought I was going to get out of this battle unscathed, but looks like I'm really earning that purple heart today. Right, sir? <laughs> we don't do medals in this in this army. We we're all winners. If you give medals, it's just like putting one person's sacrifice over another. Isn't that the point? <laughs> uh, damn it. I wanted a medal. <laughs> Why am I even freaking here? And he starts like kicking the air. He's like, Why am I even freaking here if I'm not getting a medal? And you see out the window in the den, the Loris is like looking through the window, is just holding up a little rock that's kind of metal shape, and it's just like nodding. It's like, <gasps> <laughs> oh my god, this guy follows me everywhere. He's been there the whole time. You just never noticed until you got the net twenty. <laughs> <laughs> my perception. Um, I got a. One, I rolled a one d eight, and I got an eight. You heal him up, and he's like, oh, my arm. It does feel a little better. Yeah, this, this'll this heal up real nice, sir. Yeah, I mean, it should it should work fine, but shut your mouth right now while you I- You knew broken arms were easy to, easy to heal, kind of. Much easier than eyes, that's for sure. Those things will break for good if you damage those peepers. Yeah, I know about that. Um, anyways, be quiet while I talk to my friend. I'm just gonna tie you up a little sling here. And you leave them down, and they have their sling. Norman, what's the matter? You look upset. I come out of my reverie, still ignoring Zippy for a moment. I want to try to remember the last conscious moments I had as Royce. He was looking around here for the piano key or the crystal. Do I get, like, a scent on that? Like, uh, trying to tra- track if I'm cl- trying to sense if I'm close to a piano key. You do seem to have some lingering senses 
from the demon mode that he was picking up. You can almost smell the crystal, or what he was saying was the smell of the crystal. You can tell there's a distinct smell in the air that is kind of metallic. I throw a piece of I throw a piece of debris at Norman. Hello! Zip. I turn and I look at Zippy. Zip, how you doing? And I walk over to the painting, but I don't cross through. And I say, you look a little worse for wear for a hair. Uh, Norman, uh, you just tried to kill my little friend here. I forgive you. I forgive you. Why is that? Do I hear him talking or is it just like... Yeah, you just hear... (laughs) Oh, it sounds angry. Uh, Listen, Zip, I'm in the middle of something. And I'm going to... As I kind of move, my arm hurts. I'm going to say, listen, I don't suppose you could fix a broken arm, could you? Well, Norman, we're a team. Why why don't you want to fill me in? I I lean through the painting. Uh, How big is it? Can I fit through it, this one? Yeah, you'll have to crouch down, but you can fit through. Okay, I imagine it hurts like hell. Like deep, <laughs> and I, and I crawl through. Zip, I don't have time to explain. My left hand, I know you can't do anything about, but my right hand, it got broken. I'm gonna take a moment. I don't know how easy this will be for you to hear, but the one who broke it is someone you used to know, a goblin named Peterson. Wait, I thought that was just garbled mess Darian was saying. Wait, Peterson? Yes, but he didn't look nearly how you described him. He was tall and powerful, and he flashed blue whenever he was injured. Well, to me, he was pretty tall and powerful, but that's because we're about it's the same height. So, I mean, that's all relative. But anyways, uh, what? Uh, I, I thought we lost him. Is he okay? Does he want to join our crew again? He tried to kill Darian, and I... Yeah, well, he was doing that before anyways. That's kind of... He, he really didn't like him. And I I tried to intervene, and Darian managed to get away. But at a cost. Can you heal my arm or not? Well, look, I'm not some sidekick to you. We're all on the same team. I know you're rushing. Look, I'll heal it, but you gotta. You can't just brush me off here. I've got stuff to say too. In the same way, you and, left and, us. Well, I mean, we were we were all just investigating. Would have been nice to know where you were going. I know, but please heal my arm. Fine, I'll heal your arm. Uh, and I use uh, Cure Wounds level 2 because he's kind of being a bully right now and I only <laughs> use level 2. And you sit down, Norman, and Zippy starts to heal. While DM, while he's going over my arm and kind of mending it and making I'm hoping that the bone's set properly, um, I'm just going to kind of close my eyes and rest my head against the wall. And I'm going to say... Why don't you catch me up on what you've been up to? And maybe when I'm with Darian, I can tell you a little bit about what happened after we ran into Peterson. Okay. I'll catch you up. And the two of you are reunited. And that's where we're going to take a break. Wow. (laughs) Wow.
Well, hello everybody, DM Seth here. I'm gonna try and blitz through this mid-roll because we got a lot to cover, but uh, basically, hello everybody, thank you so much for being here. Um, and let me shout off our legend tier patrons, of course. We got you, Timer. We've got Brandon. We've got Camden. I can't roll, you don't have an R in your name. I'm sorry, I can't roll it like Brandon. And then we have Randy, the original. The, the 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 first randy the first um thank you so much for your support thank you to all our patrons for their support seriously it means the world to us and it really helps us get to the you know increase the show quality over time and also you know do the things we want to do for example one of the things we like to do is an after show called discussions by the dungeon um and let me i got a little promo for you right here hey guys adam here i play norm d of the show I won't keep you long, I'm just here to tell you about Discussions by the Dungeon. What is that? Well, if you're a member of the Patreon, there's a good chance you already know. Discussions by the Dungeon is a talk show we started doing a few months ago that is available to all of our Patreons at the $5 tier and above. Discussions by the Dungeon is where we discuss blossoming plot theories, reminisce about awesome fighting moments, or even just great conversations that happen on the show, and we dig deeper into character and player motivations. It's basically the behind the scenes show. Uh, it airs once a month, covering the events from the two most recent episodes that have aired, and each episode is around 45 minutes long. We always interview a player whose character we think has gone through uh, the most significant growth. If you want to listen to Discussions by the Dungeon yourself, feel free to access our entire backlog on our Patreon. Links to it are in the show notes on your podcast platform of choice, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and of course, we're the first thing that pops up if you just search online, Cheaper by the Dungeon Patreon. All right, guys, enjoy the second half of the show. Thank you, thank you, Adam. But uh, anyways, also in our Patreon, we also have uh, our Discord uh, at the $2 tier, and I highly recommend if, if you're going to support the show, you know, do it at the $2 tier so you get that Discord access, because we love talking to uh, you cheapskates in there, and we like to run one-shots in there, play game nights like Among Us and Jackbox and stuff, and actually, there's an extra reason right now to, to join at the $2 tier, because... We're doing a 1v1 tournament in the Discord at the end of the month. Uh, so if you join, you can sign up with a, with a level 6 character and duke it out amongst other players to see who reigns supreme in the Tournament of Titans. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a, a really cool uh, system. We're going we're gonna to be just, you know, I, I got some tricks up my sleeves so that uh, hopefully it's kind of balanced so that min maxing isn't everything uh so it's gonna be a cool tournament and whoever uh wins gets a little prize so there's even that so yeah we like to do events like that in our discord so if you're interested two dollars discord tier amazing and of course there is higher tiers where you can get like the music at the ten dollar tiers or vlogs we do at the twenty dollar tiers stuff like that they're, they're just read it it's on our patreon other than that, if you're looking for a community that's not in our Discord and free, you can use our Reddit page, uh, r slash Cheaper by the Dungeon, or join us on like our Facebook, just type in Cheaper by the Dungeon, or our Twitter, at Cheaper Dungeon, or our Instagram, Cheaper underscore Dungeon. Wow, it's like we named it all the same. Uh, also, if you uh, want to support the show in a non-financial way as well, leaving us a review on iTunes or Podchaser or any of those places uh, really, really does mean a lot and really does help us just get more visible so people can find us easier uh, and join us on this crazy treasure hunting ride um, and, and and see if uh, 
Norman goes demon mode again and, and destroys the campaign. Uh, we will see. Uh, but anyways, uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you for supporting. Our next episode comes out in two weeks on august 3rd august 3rd is when we will have our next episode so um amazing it, i feel like the summer has flown by uh we may have a special little three-year anniversary surprise coming um so so keep an eye out for that in the feed uh man three years can you believe it i can't okay uh anyways that's enough uh, there's a lot more episode to go so i'm gonna let you get back to it thank you again everybody and I'll talk to you later. And we're back. And we're actually going to start the second half with you, Darian. Oh, didn't see that coming. Darian, you see Bradley... And Apophis are getting wetsuited up. Bradley is putting a wetsuit over top of his wetsuit uh, that has the uh, basement brouhaha's logo on the back. You can see Apophis is kind of struggling. He's like, Yo, Bradley, how, how do I do this? Because it's built for legs and I just got this, like, tail. And he's like, uh, Add a note, make it fit. Oh, all right. And he, like, starts slipping through like a bulge of his tail goes into one and then it like curls over he's like really tall because he's like basically standing upright on his tail now and like one leg is much more bulky than the other and he's kind of like really kind of awkward walking in this wetsuit um and he's like yeah i can i can make this work sure, sure. yeah yeah okay 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 boys i'm putting all my face in you as soon as I can, as soon as the bell rings for the first quarter, we're going to sub you in, okay? Benoit and Matthias are going to be subbed out. You guys go in and just pyre pitch the hell out of it. Um, sorry to jump in. Are, are they able to bring in any, uh, any extra, uh, gear with them? Or is it just, you know, strictly, you know, strictly the tools of the game kind of thing? Of course not. They can't bring any other tools in. That's why we want is a bullet. No one would see that on their person. Yep, okay, legit. Yep, totally understand. Just thought I would uh, check that one out. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. And, and uh, Apophis just says, <laughs> Real quick, in the problem, uh, just uh, had a little realization sesh in my brain uh, that I don't actually understand the rules of this uh, game. Uh, yeah. Bradley's like, Oh my god. I haven't given this speech <laughs> oh no for like 3 years. <laughs> here here are the rules of pyre pitch. First, there's a huge unlit pyre in the center of the football field. Two teams, three players each, must ignite the pyre in their team's color, either red or blue. You have the whacker, baseball bat, and their sole job is playing offense. Basically, beat the other team's whacker and also hitting the lit gorb into the sticks. The other two are divers, where each has their own pool to jump into. Once you're in the pool, uh, one of your team's divers will be on the path of victory, and the other one will be on the path of denial. If you're on the path of victory, continue on until you see the flea flame. Path of denial gets a large racket to spike the other team's lit gorb away from the sticks. 
Once your team's flea flame is above ground, your team can start constructing the gorb. Once it's made, it light it, and then get it into their sticks and light that pyre. Yuck! Okay! <laughs> easy peasy! Darian, your passive perception, you can tell Apophis actually tuned out when, when he was <laughs> like describing those instructions. Oh, I could I could tell just from listening. <laughs> I, did, I didn't need <laughs> you to tell me that, Seth. I knew. <laughs> um, Darian is just going to kind of pull um, uh, Apophis and, and Bradley aside for a second and just say like, all right, look, guys, just do your best out there. Play the game. Just, you know, be part of the scene. I gotta go handle a few things, and I gotta check in with the other guys. It seems like there's... It seems like there's a little more going on here than we thought, so I, I gotta... I gotta connect with the other two, but just play the game, lay low, and if anybody asks, you have nothing to do with the flying ship that came to Jadu today, okay? Yeah, totally. Thank you again, Darian, for this opportunity. Yeah, Toots won't talk about any flying ship. Yeah. Okay. Well, you're welcome. Don't squander it. Okay? Kick their asses. I'm on it. Let's go, Apophis. Okay, this is his moment of truth. Are you going to stay and watch your fighters, or are you going to run like the cowards you are and find that form for me? Yeah, I can probably stick around for a quarter or two, but I mean, you want to get your refund, right? Of course. I demand a refund. I can stick around for a few minutes then. All right. Let's exit the tunnel and go to the dugout. And you follow. And the weakling uh, uh, wetsuit wearers as well are following. And you work down. And Apophis and Bradley are kind of like jumping in place, kind of getting amped up, amped up. And you enter into the arena and you can see the field before and the lights are blinding and the crowd is just going nuts. As you can see people with baseball bats are just knocking each other out. And you see they're like building this little wicker ball and like trying to light it on fire and they're throwing it. And then you see somebody with a tennis racket just jumps through the air and hits it. You don't understand this game at all. (laughs) No, not even a little. Um, But you can tell there's a lot of skill here. And you move to the side to a dugout where there's other players. Before they run onto the field and while all the players are still kind of there in the dugout, I kind of turn to all of them. Seeing that they look still like a little disheartened, you know, they wanted the pills, so clearly things are going well. And I just kind of turn to them and I'm like, all right, team, I know you've had a rough first quarter here and I know you didn't get what you wanted, but I think you got something much better. You guys got the top player of Orem here to lead you in this next quarter. I don't want to see any downcast faces. I don't want to see anybody looking disappointed. I want you guys to light that fire within your hearts. Feel the passion for the game. Build those gorbs. Light those pyres. And if you ever have any worries, you look to him. You look to him in the wetsuit. This man, Bradley, he knows this game. And if you trust in him, he's going to lead you to victory. Now who's with me? Performance check. Oh, man, that was actually pretty good. I hope you get it, man. Uh, that's 11 plus 1. It's a 12. It's not amazing. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> sure. <Sympathy. laughs> and you hear a whistle go, and then the coach just goes, Yes, sub, sub. Okay, you two. Go out. Do your thing. 
And you see Bradley and Apophis running out, and they're like, You won't let you down, Darian! Okay, I'm gonna be the diver, you be the whacker. Uh, whacker, duh, just whack things, here's a bat. Oh, yeah, okay. And we're gonna cut. Zippy and Norman, you're there. Norman, your arm has gotten somewhat healed. You can tell because it's a clean break. It actually was, you know, somewhat easy because Zippy just had to kind of like hold your arm in place and then mend it basically with the healing. But you can tell your arm will be sore for a while, but you will make a full recovery. Okay. Okay, now that I've I've fixed you up and told you my side, uh, Norman, what's going on? Why do you look so flustered? I lost control. In a way, I... I never thought I would. In a way, I never thought I could. You mean because you have the demon inside you? Not just any demon. I'm looking at my hand. The king of them. Wait, what? Why Why haven't you told us that before? That's, that's a big deal. He's like right in there. And I start poking his chest. <laughs> Zippy, no, I'm, I'm sullen right now. I stand up. I'm not ready to talk about it. Wait, did did he did he he just hear everything I said about the dream thing I told you about? I honestly can't tell what he hears and what he doesn't. Actually, Seth, uh, would I know? Uh, you would assume he knows a little bit. Like you got some of the emotions. Like when you snap back to reality, you got some memories of what he did. Okay, but it's all kind of fuzzy. It's a battle for the senses. And particularly sharp emotions or riveting moments, he gleans. Just like when he's in control, I get faint recollections of what's going on. I mean, I, I get that, but this this isn't just your battle. This this is now our battle. The more you tell us ab- about what's going on, and and we got to keep our cards close to our chest. Uh, I almost feel like we won't be able to tell you much from now on, just in case. Well, that's your prerogative, Zip. But let me ask you this. Aside from Royce, have I ever done anything to lose your trust before? Time and time again. I've been there to save you, Darian, as I trust you to do the same for me. I know, but that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying that he could... He could... You, you guys could switch like you just did, and, and he could use our weaknesses against us. The only reason I lost control is because I overextended myself trying to protect Darian. Who knows how it would have been different if Darian hadn't been there or if you had been there. Right. But you can't... You can't let... Let his emotions in, impact you and how you see a situation. Like, you saved Darian, it sounds like. And that's good, but I'm just saying we, we just have to be careful, you know, as a team. You don't have to tell me again. But I'll tell you what. If I ever start to turn, do what you gotta do. Norman, we're, we we can't talk like that. We can't lose you again. I'll make sure you won't. And I'm gonna <clears throat> clear my throat, stand up. You really do work wonders, Zip. Look, I would love to talk, but with the sound of this cacophony going on above us, it sounds like we don't have much time here. We. It sounds like Darren's in a tight spot. Randy's not having any luck. I think we need to get a move on. I... I point back to the painting. I have a- I'm on a bit of a lead inside there. Would you- do you, do you trust me enough to come inside the painting? I feel like the piano key is close. I mean, I trust you, but 
I, I can't just leave these these guys, especially with, with the chipmunks listening right beside me. Well, can they all fit through here? We can take them all into the painting. I mean, I have a really big Lamassu. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I guess we can't. Seth, could I, like, paint? Can I paint, like, an opening into the painting realm somehow? Uh, is that even possible? You might be able to do something with the paint, but you can't, like, expand the em- entrance. Like, it's it's based on the frame, not the paint. I'm pretty sure I can. Uh, okay. Um, the only options we have, Zipper, to abandon them, squeeze them through this painting, or to fight our way through, unless there's a way we can dig ourselves out. Excuse me, sir. Sorry for interrupting, sir. The, the, the chipmunk is squeaking at us. Yeah, I know. What's the matter? Do you find more almonds? No, but if I could just give my two cents or or my two almonds, I would like to suggest an idea. Hmm, what's the idea there, soldier? Big people get small to fit through the painting. Um, I mean, in a perfect world, yeah, but how would they get small? I don't know, wild shape sharing gloves or something. The Lamasu is not a druid. But couldn't you cast Polymorph on him to turn him into something small? Like a raccoon, or I don't know why I thought of a raccoon, but a mouse, or a... That would make his day. He's he's always resented not being a druid. You could even get him to roleplay it. He could be like, I cast Polymorph on myself, and then you kind of in the background do your thing. Hmm. I mean, I could wild shape the Lamasu, but what about Elder Fun Guy? Same thing. There's other druids here that can do that. I mean, I'm sure for every creature that's here that cannot cast Wild Shape, there's another druid here. We're surrounded by them that could could assist the other ones who cannot. How big is the space in there? There's a whole world in there, Zippy. There's corridors and rooms that lead to different places with people inside. And and those people, they, they do their jobs dutifully, but... And they know so much about the world and it's past, but they don't want to stay okay, there. Okay, okay, alright, alright, we get it, we get it. Um, I just wanted to know dimensions. Um, <laughs> the, uh... Norman goes Royce mode. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this is a plan. Alright, Chipmunk, go gather everyone in front of the house. On it, sir! I put my hand, uh, on Zippy's shoulder, letting I say, hold on, before we bring them all inside, and... Seth, can I tell, like, is the bombing getting, like, a lot worse faster, or do we still have some time? You would estimate you have about three minutes. Oh, oh my god. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, my well, god. Um, yeah, that, that was a, yeah, I see your point. Yeah, I, sh- I shouldn't be getting monologuing in, you know, in reverie. Uh, I can always do that later. Um... But Zippy, once we're inside the painting, we're going to break the painting so no one can follow us. But once we're inside there, I need you to keep those animals in check because they're basically on a, a crime scene. Like There's something there we need to find. It's right inside. Yeah, and that's not a problem. They listen everywhere I say. I've noticed. They, they, they really respect you, and I have to say I appreciate that. Well, I did a lot for them. Um, DM, is the chipmunk back yet? No, but you can hear the animals gathering outside. And you look out the window and you can see the loris is still there. And they, they're holding up this little metal. 
and one of their one of their eyelids just slowly goes down and ding is a little wink and then rises and they just like lower themselves oh i don't trust i don't trust that one (laughs) that now that one that that boy ain't right (laughs) um all right, I, I, I rush out to the porch and I uh, start talking to them. You can see as you enter, exit to the porch, dirt is starting to crumble even faster. And you can see some chunks are falling and collapsing on the ground. Behind the animals, I'm making like, let's get going signals to Zippy with like the wheel circle. Like, let's go. Everyone, where's Elder Fun Guy? He's in the tunnels. Oh. <laughs> Maybe he's too old for an adventure like this. Just leave him. (laughs) Um, How far is he? Can he make it back here quick? Unlikely. But I'll try. But I'll try. Who was that? It's me. Me over here. There's so many of you. Where are you? I, I, over, I'm the ostrich over here. Oh, of course, of course. Um, go, run, 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 and get back here. Run, 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 run. Okay. If we have to leave him, that's his fault. He volunteered. Let me roll. And you hear it echo. Elder! Elder! As they scream down the pit. And then you see it coming up from the ground, rumbling at a different section of the land. <laughs> Comes up. What? I'm here. What's up? Um, we need to, we need to usher everyone into this house, and and to do that, I'm gonna polymorph a couple of the big big people. The painting's probably big enough for most people to squeeze through, but we need to start ushering. You just gotta listen to me. We can't stay here anymore. I know this is your home, and I know that's sad, but, but everyone follow me. Follow me. As as you're talking, I, once I hear you say that, I'm saying I'm directing them all towards the inside of the house. Yes, this is my friend Norman. Hello. And, and yeah, if you're if you're ready to go, follow follow him. But those who are hesitating, trust me. I know this is hard to leave your home. I, I did it a long a while ago too, and it was hard. But there's a whole world out there that. That druids can, can, can you know, make make whatever they want theirs. That's what I did, and still do. Um, if you don't believe me, then you're welcome to stay. I just won't be able to protect you anymore. Um, Zippy. and I get it. I get it. Zippy, but- have you ever heard the expression that some people are just too old for an adventure like this? Elder Mushroom! No! But I'm still young! <laughs> yeah! Elder Mushroom! Shrink me up! This place is going to shit! <laughs> I'll be back though! I will not abandon it! I have to think about survival! Because if I die, the place dies. And I don't want to be no hero being like... Oh, I'll do it. I'll stay behind and, and fight them off. And sl- No, I couldn't even fight the farmer. Yeah, I mean, 
we can go over your shortcomings later, but... I have guys, a lot. We really gotta go. Guys, the, it's like the roof is literally caving in around us. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Uh, everyone who can, who's a high enough level to use polymorph, stay with me uh, on the... Um, uh, on the staircase here, but everyone else, if you're small enough, just go through that painting. You just gotta trust me. Literally, only one other druid stands up and knows polymorph, and it's the peacock, the charmer. I, uh, I might know a way to shrink these, shrink these people. Yeah, I mean, it's polymorph. I'll take care of the mushroom, you take care of the lamasu. Okay, and any, and any, like, Bigger druids? I don't know. It's a tight squeeze. Any other bigger druids just have to cancel their wild shape. They'll be fine. Okay, well, I mean, you know them better than me. Um, oh, oh, do I? Oh, do I know them better? I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get the charmer position for no reason. <laughs> you see the peacock goes over to the mushroom, and they magically polymorph into a pigeon. You can start flying. And they fly into the house as like a single file line is being made that Norman you're supervising as they hop into the painting one by one and you can see near the back of the line is Lamasu and they're like should be like I'm sorry I'm too big I'm just such a burden Lamasu you just gotta believe if you want to be a druid then the a main part of being a druid is believe you can wild shape. Close your eyes. What What do you want to be? What If you were a druid, what would you want to be? What? What would I want to be? Keep it small. Small enough to go through this window. And as they close their eyes and think, you see a blast comes and over on the far side of this dome that you're in, the roof starts to collapse, and you can hear guards go, 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 go! We found them! We found them! What's that? You want to be a frog? I turn into a frog. And just before you do that, they're like, I think I'd like to be a... T- <laughs> and a frog, they're like... And, then, and you transform, and they're like... Rawr, ribbit! Rawr, ribbit! Rawr. I pick him up. All right, that's the last of them. Let's go, Zippy. I'll, I'll, I'll. You go, and I'll, I'll close it up. Make sure you cover our escape. I did it! I did it! I did it! <laughs> you did it! Let's go! Let's go! And you all start running into the house. All the druids are in except you guys. Norman and Zippy, you hopping in? Yeah, I'll wait till Zippy's in, and then I'll go in. I hop through the painting. This is, this is weird. It's kind of gooey and sticky because it's kind of slightly melted. But you're in the painting, and you see guards on magic brooms are flying down. You can see outside the windows of the house, like they're starting the magic missile, and they're like blasting through the windows. The house is getting torn up, and you just hear them go, Find the druids! Find the druids! Uh, I just, basically, I kick in the, the bottom frame of the painting from inside the paint world to bust the... Hold on. While I'm in the farmer's house, I just want to do a quick cursory glance. Is there any, like, loot in this room? Uh, perception, perception check. Perception All right, check. why not? Why not? Hey, it's D&D. This is perception the point of the check. game. Frig me. Natural one. I don't see anything. What the heck? You don't, you don't see anything, and you trip getting into the painting, and you take <laughs> two damage. Can you throw, like, a 
fireball or bomb or something to destroy the house while we're leaving? I thought you didn't want Royce. And I go inside and I, instead, I get, I say, you might like this though. And I use my paintbrush. I get a little bit of red and I change my angle of perspective and I just draw a little red line through all the supporting beams of the house. And you do that and it decays and you see it starts collapsing and the collapsing breaks the frame. As you can see, the house kind of just slowly starts, at least that room starts folding in on itself with all the magic missiles exploding as well. And the painting frame just disconnects. And you just see in the painting world inside the the house, the house on the painting world is all melted and it's kind of like just not even there anymore. But you can see where the painting frame was floating in the air is gone. Okay. I'm going to say, first things first, we don't have a lot of time because the people who know about these paintings know the next closest one. So we have to be fast. And I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to try again to catch a, a, a whiff of that scent for the crystal and just get like some kind of compass bearing on where I should go. You take a whiff and you smell and it's almost as if you can kind of see the like smoke trail of the scent. It's like, you, it's almost as if you can envision this pink smoke trail leading through and you can see it leads through another painting at the opposite end of this diorama. Zip, I'm pretty sure that the crystal is this way, which will be our closest way to to get to a place of other connections. Uh, do you feel comfortable leaving these animals here in this realm while we go? I think... Do, do, you, do you think they'd be safe here? I mean, this place looks pretty quiet. I don't see any avatars here or, or painting figures. How does everyone feel about taking a rest here while me and Norman figure out how to... You know, best give you guys, you know, better options. Our next plan of attack. You see a warthog sits up and is like, Yeah, oh, I am freaking up really ready for a rest. I mean, like, come on. I, we did a lot. He's a lot of couple episodes. Uh, can someone translate that? <laughs> he said he's ready for a rest. Yeah. <laughs> You guys, you guys need to take a load off, um, and we'll be back. I can't imagine we'll be gone that long, but don't worry. We'll come back for you. We promise. Ribbit, Lord the Lamasu, now Druid, will protect them. <laughs> don't you worry, Ribbit. Uh, I, yeah, uh, you're totally a Druid now, Lamasu. Maybe, maybe you could learn some of the other Druids can teach you basic Druid stuff. Entangle is the top of my list. Just don't be surprised if, uh, say, in an hour, uh, you may feel like a Lamasu again, but, I mean, you're totally <laughs> a druid. Understood. I will remember that in an hour. Uh, same with you, same with you Elder, Elder Mushroom. I uh, know the deal. <laughs> yeah, he knows. He knows what's going he's, on. He's, he's, he's ashamed <laughs> yeah. to be partnered with the Lamasu, we know. <laughs> he's like, yo, don't associate me, he, me with them. <laughs> uh, Norman, let's go. Everyone stay here again. We will be back. I haven't steered you wrong yet, although we've cut really close. 
Okay, let's go. Uh, and I start following that pink smoke in my mind's eye. Are we smelling something? I can't... I, I don't know where we're going. Oh, it's the smell of progress. And you hop from the farm painting into the next. And we're going to cut to Darian quickly. Darian, you are in the dugout. And the game is going on. Are you kind of getting into it now? It's kind of like rugby where you you see what's happening. You don't like really get it, but you still enjoy it. Like, are you are you getting into it? Is Darian a sports fan? <laughs> um, <laughs> Darian, uh, well, it depends. Um, if if Apophis and Bradley have been actually doing really well, like if Apophis has just been beating the other team with his bat, and Bradley's just been like a swimming king, and it's like, and they're actually doing well and they're winning, uh, Darian would be starting to get kind of excited about it. If they've been like tanking and it's just not going well he would have started to kind of like check out and be like okay um so I guess it all depends on how they're doing you've been overhearing the sports announcer and the updates you got from the last time skip from where we last left you is well of course we've got the East Wing Windwalkers the fan favorites uh chosen to win they are leading by one pie right now three to two but the basement brouhaha's who were supposed to be a pushover have somehow found almost a new life but is it enough to push them over the edge who knows that new character on the field that I'm hearing is now named Matthias 2 the snake man uh, they are have gotten a few cards uh, just a few a few warnings for excessive whacking with the baseball bat but the young star Benoit too the, the little one is swimming almost as if they were half fish it's, inc- it's incredible these two star players are sure to be at the top of everyone's fantasy leagues next season so um <laughs> Darren would have asked us as the game was going on uh, what quarter are we in and how many quarters are left uh you're at the fourth quarter and there's seven quarters <laughs> you know, seven quarters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why is there seven I don't know what's quarters? not to get. <laughs> yeah, you're halfway through and it's three to two. Three to two pyres right now. Okay. Um, um, Would you like... To, you can do anything you can to like encourage or, or boost the team morale. Darian had originally... You know, after the game started, hung out for a few minutes, he was planning on kind of just like sneaking out and getting back to the ship. Um, but as Apophis and Bradley started doing well, he found himself kind of being like, you know, sucked into the atmosphere, atmosphere a little bit more, <laughs> and has been like starting to really get into the game. <laughs> so he he kind of went from like casually leaning on the side of the dugout to kind of being inside and, and kind of watching more closely to like leaning on the railing at the edge of the duck, dugout, just like looking forward, just staring at the game. And uh, even though he doesn't fully understand it, he can usually tell when good things or bad things are happening. And like, he's now like, you know, he's he's kind of like someone else in the crowd where he's like, oh, what is this? What's, what kind of call is that? Even though he doesn't even like understand it, he's just being caught up in the moment. And seeing that the, the momentum is building, um, uh, and we're halfway through. Darian's going to turn back to the rest of the team and uh, who was in the dugout, you know, was kind of part of it and going to be like, look, do you guys see this? Do you see what these two are doing? They've single-handedly started to reshape this team. They can take you. 
to victory if you just trust in them, trust in his strength, trust in his agility and dexterity, and they can bring you to a victory. Did you hear what the announcer said? You guys were supposed to be pushovers. You were supposed to be nothing. But now you've got a new chance, a new opportunity to take this game home. So take heart and feel inspired and take this game. Take it back from the wind. What, what was it, Windwalker? Whatever. Windwalkers. The Windy Boys. <laughs> take it back from the Windy Boys. Who needs them? You guys can be the new Windy Boys. Persuasion, performance, deception, I'll let you choose. That doesn't really matter. They're basically all the same. Um, but not bad. That's a 14 plus one, so 15. The team looks at each other and they're like, Yes, he says we have a pushovers. It's not okay. We are not pushovers. We are basement brohahas. This man is right. We need more pep in our step. To cheer on our teammates who are going to do the bulk of the work. And you can hear them all just erupt and go, <laughs> Yeah! Basement brouhaha! Basement brouhaha! That's right, let let the stands hear you. Chant louder! Basement brouhaha! And, and the whole stadium seems to be like, some people are catching on, you can hear them like stomping and clapping to it. Um, I'm, if, uh, is there an opportunity to call out to Apophis and Bradley, or are they like still deep in the game? Uh, you know, you could, you could yell out at them. They're on the field right now. Uh, Darian yells out to Apophis. Apophis, dial it back with the bat. We can't take any more penalties. Excessive hitting. Kit doesn't fly. Yeah, but they're hitting me back. What are you talking about? Self-defense, dude. Yes, but you're not trying to murder them. Just wound them. Keep that in mind. I should have you know I'm only at like gear 2 out of 10 right now, so these wimps should be able to take it. Well, hit like a 1.5 for me. People built different out here, man. Nothing like this at the python tree. <laughs> Bradley. Yeah? You keep doing what you're doing. You're crushing it out there. I, I was planning on it. <laughs> you're the hero of Pyre Pitch, Bradley. The hero of Pyre Pitch. Hell yeah, ka-chow! And he dives in the water. I step over to the coach then and say, Look, I know, I know we're doing well. I know we're still down here, but can you, can you walk me through a little bit more what's going on here? Is there anything, you know, is there anything the two of them can do in this situation? Is there, is there, is there something we can let Apophis know? Is there, do you see any weak points? Is there something he can exploit there? There are no weak points in the Windwalkers. That's why we need the bullet. But those two... They bring this kind of chaotic energy. It might just be enough to throw them off their game. Just tell them to go buck wild. Uh, <laughs> I call back out to Apophis. Apophis! Yeah? Forget what I just said. Go buck wild. Wait, dude! Ow! Wait, you want me to take this up to a 2.5? 2.5, no murder. All right, but they might get unconscious. All right, <laughs> let's go. And they start slithering. And you just see they like they walk up to somebody with their baseball bat and they just go, slam! And the, the other opponent, um, this elf girl, just poof, falls to the ground, cratered into the ground. And, and the ref just looks at it and they look at Apophis and they're about to blow the whistle. And Apophis just looks at them and just kind of like flexes. 
<laughs> and they like are quivering with their whistle and they just put it down and they don't call him on it. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut to Norman and Zippy. The two of you have really just been kind of like traveling through these un uh, like like just random paintings, lots of landscapes, no real people or portrait people, just lots of landscapes of like, you know, the beginnings of Jadu, uh, um, some uh, nice abstract art, some, a- yeah, some abstract areas where you literally walk into like a swirly tunnel and like some optical illusional painting worlds and stuff. And you're just walking through them all following the trail. Man, Norman, did you think, do you think that one couple that had that painting in their bedroom knew that they had like a painting like this? I think probably they had it there as like a way to escape all the busyness of wizard life. Maybe they know that it's like one of the transportation paintings, but they're just kind of freaks. I did notice they had tons of garbage in the painting world. You know, they probably never took out the trash or the recycling. They just probably just threw it in the painting. Threw it in here. They just threw it in here. And you know what? That's a poor reflection and a good commentary on a lot of people these but days. But you can't you know, say just... you wouldn't do the same thing. I would arguably do that. You enter into another painting, and you can tell you're extremely close to the smell. And as you cross over, you enter into basically like a, a, a painting, like a rocky painting. You step on some rocks, and it's like a spiked rock, a large kind of like pride rock, Lion King type portrait area and standing at the tip is a larger than life bullywug with a massive mage hat looking extremely fit and buff holding a staff to the sky and you notice immediately like off uh, where that bullywug is facing is towards a massive painting frame that leads out into what you can only presume is a throne room a large throne room but this painting's behind it so you're viewing it from behind the throne and you notice that there is a throne on the other side of this frame and also a large pink crystal floating and rotating above the throne across the painting frame. I think this is a rendition of King Verulius perhaps creating the the crystal, the life-holding crystal. Or maybe what Verulius used to be. Randy made it seem, he called us earlier while you were uh, in your demon whatever form, and he, he made it seem like Verulius wasn't really, uh, he was more of a husk of a person than anything. And is he still alive? I don't know. Uh, Randy wanted to meet up at the ship, but here we are. Well, I mean, who knows if he'll have another chance. I mean, if the king can even, if he's a husk and Randy's the, the, and Randy's our only connection to him, you know, we might not even ever be granted access to this thing. And they may suspect, suspect us with Randy, you know, they, they may try to hide the piano key. This might be our only chance before they kind of change their plans or, or try to sense us coming in some way. Okay, well, let's let's try to go quietly. But wait, can, can we really do this without Darian? What if we get in a fight? He's kind of like our muscle. 
I mean, he was looking pretty banged up last I saw him. I imagine he's probably taking five, probably resting as, an, as a responsible combatant. He's, he's probably at the ship already, resting, waiting for us. Because he, he knew I was in a tight spot, he had no idea where you were, you know, and if he heard from Randy as well. I mean, he's, he's probably there uh, doing the responsible thing. I did hear him on the walkie-rockie, he seemed okay, but... I mean, we do have to press on. Uh, I mean, I'll try and figure out the dream stuff I was talking to you about. It's just... I don't even know how I even got it to work the first time. I'll keep I'll keep practicing while we head f- move forward. You know, just a, a small word of caution on that, Zip. And I don't want to liken your experience too much to mine, because I know that they're each unique. You, you, you just don't know what the, the cost is of that power, if there, is, if there is one with you. So just, you know, it, it sounds amazing, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing it one day, but, you know, just use it cautiously. It's, and I know that sounds ironic coming for me. Um, it does, but the sentiment still rings true, and I, I'll, I hear you, and I'm glad you care for me. And you guys make your way to the painting frame and cross over and you can tell this is the real world not a painting and you can see the crystal looming above as you stand behind the throne and Norman you feel in your chest as you stare at it I'm gonna take a step back it contains a lot of power this thing I want to do a perce- I, I, I want to look around the room to make sure we're alone. You look around the room and and you you're just like searching. And as soon as you cross in front of the throne, you immediately see sitting in the throne, slumped over, with their eyes open. They almost look dead, but it's this very aged bullywug with a very like you know grayish green complexion with a large wizard beard and this oversized stereotypical wizard hat with a crown over the centerpiece that like sticks up just at the base there and you can see they're wearing these long robes that drape to the floor and they're just kind of slumped over in their throne wow Zippy, you weren't kidding. Verulius, I'm going to look back at the painting. He's changed. Yeah, I wonder why. Now that I think about it, it might be prudent to go talk to that painting caricature when we have a chance. He might know something that Verulius knows. I mean, I don't really know how that works, but I'd love for you to show me. Okay. It's going to feel like backtracking, but... Let's quietly go back. We're just going to ask him a few questions. I'll show you. I go to the NPC. Fairly well. Traveler? What time is this? This is the golden age. Back in the Wesleyan times. This was the legendary rock where Verulius was struck by lightning through his staff that he pointed to the gods. It was the first to be able to wield great magic. Why are you so mean to druids? What? 
Yeah, you're a bully. Way to foster a horrible environment. Listen, I am just the paint. I'm not the real guy. Well, try to extrapolate, knowing everything you know about Verulius. Could you ever picture yourself generations from now, having created an entire society, feeling immense pressure to maintain that society while also maintaining a sense of youth and health and power and immense strategy? Would you ever bend to the peer pressures to, you know, overtake another uh, class of people? and bend them to your will and torture them ceaselessly for food. When you put it like that, I mean, anybody is capable of such great evils. But, but, (laughs) but, 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 but. I did paint it pretty convincingly, I suppose. However, for myself, no. I'm the peak of morality, injustice. While I wield great magic, I do not see myself as better than anyone. I see myself as an equal to all, more of a helper. The doormat of the world is what they shall call me, for I help everyone, and they all step on me. And you traveled through time to get here? Yes. The real Verulius did travel through time after finding the first grand treasure. No, the first grand treasure documented at least was the gold coin in Orem. Yes. But the cube was a fat Zabasaglisk. That fight dragged on for days. And days in the cube were lifetimes in the world. Ah. So you didn't mean to leave your brother Victor behind? Of course not. I searched for him I searched for him after Seeing if any of my family could stay, or any of them would have stayed. But no. I was alone in a new world that I did not ask for. This is the price of greed. Hence, with my fascination of the crystal, the crystal allows no one to be left behind, no one to be forgotten. No one to be sent to the Zeep. How did you create this crystal? Is it a grand treasure of its own? No. They say it came from the city of Bling. It is of a Zark magic, but Verulius was wanting to find an answer to that issue and he would stop at nothing. So he took this chunk of a crystal giant and kept it for himself here and found a way to multi-purpose its tools to fit his needs. Aside from the crystal, did Verulius ever come across a piano key? Looks like this one. And I'm going to pull out the piano key that we have. I do not know. I am simply a shadow of the man. If you want, ask him yourself. However, recently he has been getting more and more quiet with time I've noted, noticed. I'm going to turn to Zip. Zip, do you have any more questions for the man? So, you created the crystal so no one will be left behind? Yes. 
I wanted no one to be left behind. I wanted for all of us to stay together and for us to find a new afterlife, a better place, than the deep where it's only misery and death. If there's one thing I've noticed, the heavens that the gods preside over are not open to any of us. What? No. They keep that for themselves. We may not even be able to reach up there. Unless you're successful with your ventures is what you're saying. Yes. That is Verulius' life mission. To find the way to reach the god's realm. Or to make his own. A place where no one dies. And we all stay together. Well, I think Verulius kind of reached the end of his journey. He's not... Either he's already moved on or he's given up hope. He doesn't move much anymore. You are correct. Maybe he has. So, do you think we should, like, smash this crystal or what? What would you recommend? I do not know. You'd think that I would have some sort of sense of the right or wrong thing to do, but... It is too complex for my painted brain. Yeah, clearly. Um... Here's my... My knee-jerk thoughts. And I, I turned to Zippy. I find myself wanting to believe that Verulius's ambitions were applaudable and noble. But I also believe that in the wake of great men, there are always those conniving to you, either usurp that power or bask in its light for their own purposes. And if you say that he's at the beck and call or even maybe conceivably the mind control of other wizards, who's to say that any research is even going on to advancing this afterlife alternative and instead maybe these wizards are just using the power of their crystal for themselves in some way. I mean, obviously we see precedent for cruelty among them. Right. So I don't think we should smash the crystal because... Because people, if that was an option, it was con- I was considering it personally. Um, because I, I don't I don't think the people who you know died and then ended up in the crystal did anything wrong. And you know, is the deep really a good place to go to if if what we now know is true that you know my great uh, impression is that it's a real bummer. I wouldn't want to go that. Unless it was in, like, a very different power dynamic, you know, where, like, you could change the deep. Right now, I, I think that if we were to break that crystal and, spoiler alert, Royce really wants it destroyed. And I'm kind of miffed at him, so I vote let's not shatter it, even just to, to spite him. Uh, sorry, Royce. Uh... But but that's my vote, uh, and and I'm convinced that the piano key is not exactly tied to it. But I think it could be in the king's chambers. Hmm. Well, at the very least, we have to stop the wizards from potentially hurting those who are inside the crystal. I'm just gonna turn to the. I'm gonna turn to Verulius, the the NPC. I'm gonna say, forgive my sentimentality here, but 
you should know your brother missed you. And he mourned you and loved you. I know. At least, Veruli has painted him that way. Are you happy in this place? Yeah, it's okay. Okay. I mean, it's nothing really else for me. And I feel like it's, it's my duty to watch over Verulius until he takes his last breath. Okay. We may revisit this one day, but for now, thank you. By the way, is there anything magical about your staff? Because it looks dope as heck, or dope as deep. It just runs that way. It probably, it probably had six stats in the real world. Well, I'll keep my eye out for it in the bedroom. Thank you very much, Verulius Painting. Uh, you did a lot to console my heart, at least. Uh, Zip, I'm ready to go if you are. Yeah, I think it's time to move on. Goodbye, Painted, um, whatever your name was. Verulius. So long. Verulius 2D or 2.0 or 2D.0. Or we'll workshop it. Okay, bye. I guess we go back into the room. You both enter back into the room and circle around front to get a better look at the crystal and also the king in their throne. And you can see there's a large rug that extends from the throne down some stairs and onto this flat surface that leads to these large doors at the other end of this corridor. And the only lights that are right now dim are some dancing lights that are constantly going above your head like an aurora borealis. Um, I want to squat down in front of Verulius, the king, and I'm going to say, your majesty. Um, your, your ma- majesty. Well, you know, he's a king, you know, I'm trying to stroke his ego just a bit. I don't know how to do this stuff. Darian's always good at this. He, he was like a king or prince. I don't know. I mean, he wishes, you know, uh. Your Majesty, can you understand us? Can you let us know with a blink of an eye or even with words that you're present in, of mine? Their face seems unfazed and their eyes just glazed over. But he's breathing? He's breathing extremely slowly. Hello! <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry, I don't know how to do this. No, me neither. I mean... As you call out... You see his eyes move just slowly and look at you, Zippy. Hi! (laughs) (laughs) Is he looking at me? I can't tell. I don't know if he has a lazy eye. (laughs) His lips start to quiver and he mumbles. Coco! Oh, not this again. No, I'm, I'm Zippy Westboro. Coco, you came back. Ugh. Should I just pretend I'm Coco? Maybe we can get something out of him? I think so. I mean, the people who probably watch over him would probably be thrilled if they saw this. But I love who I am. I know you do. But for now, we just need to uh, pretend. It's kind of like a nice white lie. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but a nice white lie sometimes can do good. 
Oh. Don't I know it? Um... Yes, it's... It's me! Coco! Nice accent. Is that good? I don't know. <laughs> Just roll with it. Did you find it? Oh, I found it. I'm like standing behind the king, shrugging like, well, I don't know. The other side. Beyond the plains. You found it. And you came back for me. Uh, yeah. I have a lot of stuff in my backpack. Um, could you tell me what I was definitely bringing back to you? You were going to bring me the crystal and everyone from Shadu to that place. Beyond the plains? Yes. That's where the black ball told you. Wait, what? <gasps> what? The, the black ball, eh? Yes. Have you spoken to him since? Or do you still need me to mediate? I walk up closer to him. I take a step back as to not be in view. And I'm going to keep an eye on the entrance down the stairs. You, you might need to mediate one more time, if that's okay. Yes. They would know the way. Coco, please. I don't have much time left. We need everyone to go to that place. I mean, it's okay if you pass along. I'll finish the mission. The, you can reside in the crystal like everyone else. No. I must see it through. My magic is keeping that crystal together. Making sure it doesn't break. Protecting it. It's so fragile. At this point, almost all my magic is used up. Just holding it. I need to stay. Coco, come. Show me the path. I'll show you, but you have to mediate with the Black Bunny one, one last time. And he holds out his hand, and you put your paw in his left hand. And you can see he's closing his eyes. And you, you can't tell if any magic's happening or anything through his hand. It, lo it looks like he's just... looks like he's just sitting there. And he closes his eyes. And Norman... You feel in your chest again. I back up again. Down the stairs is a step. No. And... They extend their right hand out. And put it on their armrest. And Zippy, to your surprise, from the shadows, from one of the drapings on the wall, one of the curtains on the wall, from behind on the right side, you see peeking out is the black bunny. And they go hopping. And Norman, you can even see this black bunny. They're actually real. 
and they go doom, doom, doom. They nod at Zippy. And they place their hand in Verulius's other hand. And Norman, in your chest, you feel. No. I, I say, Zip, do this quickly. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk down the stairs. I'm gonna back down the stairs like five, ten steps. You hear Ferulius just say to you, Zippy, "Go, go. Show me the way." And Norman, you feel and actually hear faintly <laughs> on your chest, and you, and you hear it just. In your head. The crystal! And that's where we're gonna end the episode. No! <laughs>